This episode of the Decent Dads Podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Five Pound Apparel. Five Pound Apparel is a premier apparel and goods company selling products that benefit people all over the world. Mm -hmm. Their products are handmade with love and can't be found anywhere else. And the cool thing about Five Pound Apparel is everything they sell has been handpicked or designed by their team to benefit someone specifically somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Um, and with Father's Day right around the corner, we've partnered with Five Pound to give our listeners a special discount code uh, worth 15% off their next yeah. purchase. Um, just use code DECENTDADS15 at time of purchase. Uh, that's Decent Dads, all one word, spelled D-E-C-E-N-T-D-A-D-S-1. Five. One five. Personally, I'm a big fan uh, of Five Pound in general. I was already wearing one of their hats today when they asked <laughs> us to do this, um, and most of my t-shirts are also Five Pound, so we're very excited to be partnering with them. Big fans. Um, honestly, just thanks so much, Five Pound, for agreeing to support the Decent Dads podcast. Hey, all my name is Bryant Young. And Derek Cheney. Here with the Decent Dads podcast. Brand new episode this week. That's right. Another another good one. Another first for us. Um, yeah. You know, we had Matt Simpson on, our first uh, elected official. City councilman, the- mayor pro Tim, big yeah. man on campus around here. And, uh, man, he shared some great dad advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that he utilizes that his dad shared with him that yeah i think both of us really loved frankly i felt um a little bit dad shamed by just how good at being a dad he seems to be yeah Um, right he talked about how well he planned out a road trip yeah you guys are gonna love this one um matthew is is extremely (laughs) insightful and and sharp and god he just loves his kids and 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 it shows in the way he talks about raising them so um i think you guys are gonna really enjoy this one yep you will for sure so uh i say we get this thing going huh let's do it all right decent dad's podcast here we go Good evening, folks, and welcome back to the Decent Dads Podcast. We're here to tell dad jokes, drink coffee, and build a community of dads navigating fatherhood together. I'm Bryant Young, fearless leader, co-host, girl dad, and your friendly local insurance agent based out of Springfield, Missouri. And now, before we get started on today's episode, I just messed it up. There we go. Please help me welcome. He's a six foot three sophomore shooting guard from small town, Missouri. He wishes he was a first team All-American, but instead, he's the coolest co-host with the most, a fantastic father of two, and the home loan expert. Folks, put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Derek Cheney. I didn't have to do anything weird because I'm yeah. not very good at reading introductions. That's, that's okay. <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. One of these days. It's almost like this is our 30-something episode. I was going to say, episode. if only you had rehearsed that a couple more times, <laughs> you would have had it. You would have had it. But no. No, it is a great day for a great day, guys. It's a good day. Uh, for me personally, got the cast off today. It's my first day walking Hallelujah. in two months. <laughs> Never thought I'd be so excited to walk again. <laughs> um, but awesome, uh, but yeah, and uh, you know we got our hoppy coffee mm-hmm. in hand. A little little lo- locally. Uh, not uh, brewed by your mama. I was gonna say, yeah. I was trying to think of another word besides brewed, but uh, well, we'll I mean, it. you can brew both. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, we got a, got another good guest uh, on here today. Um, got Matt Simpson. Yeah. Uh, so Matt, I know I've I've met you a couple times just around uh, around the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryant knows you a little Same bit deal. better. Yeah. Um, so if you will, you know, tell us who you are, what you do, give us your dad resume, tell us how many kids you got, what are their ages, and which one's your favorite. And why you made us all look bad by dressing so nice. Mm, true. <laughs> Good point. I'll have to think about Dress that. Dress to one. impress. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, glad to be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so uh, Matthew Simpson, as you said, I'm a uh, uh, chief research uh, well i have two jobs one pays the other doesn't pay <laughs> the, the paying job is uh, chief research uh, officer at uh, ozarks technical community college so okay. uh, i get to do a lot of work with numbers there and figuring out what's the best way we can do things for you know, students in our community which is a lot for a research guy getting to do something that's actually used for decisions because that's not true of a lot of Rarified research air, yes right? for sure that's a pretty fun job and then my unpaying job is uh i'm on uh, city council for springfield so i've represented zone 
2004 uh, since 2018, was appointed in 2018, reelected in 2019, and then again in 2021, uh, and then also serve as, as mayor pro temp for the council. So I nice. uh, get to do a lot of community work with that that I, that I really enjoy. Uh, dad credentials. Uh, I uh, married my wife, uh, uh, Teresa, uh, met her at uh, Missouri State. Uh, she is uh, a, a teacher at uh, Springfield Ballet, mm-hmm. uh, and we have two kids. Um, uh, oldest is uh, seven, uh, Daniel, uh, and then our youngest is three, uh, Arthur. So, so awesome. both sons. Two boys. Yeah. Two crazy boys. I can relate. I so can much relate. fun, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm envious of that. That's be a blast. Well, and, yeah, and some days. <laughs> thanks, thanks for being here, pal. I mean, I, I joked about it earlier, but our, our first elected official on the show here. So now we yeah, feel very official. Yeah, yeah. I joked with my <laughs> wife. I was like, maybe I should put on a blazer to feel more official for this oh, thing. And then we should have. here comes Matthew with his jacket. It's like, oh well, I should have done it then. Dang it, didn't get it done. We should have. Uh, so so the to. the honest answer on the attire is just that I'm I'm kind of lazy and I don't like to have to plan out more than one outfit per day. So <laughs> the outfit I start the day with is usually the outfit I end the day with. That's exactly. <laughs> Very dad of you. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't hate that thought process at all. I really like that. Um, speaking of dad stuff, we do something every week. Uh, we call it tantrum of the day. Inevitably, your kids are going to have tantrums sometimes on a weekly basis, and I figure your family is no different. I tell think- us, tell us about something you might have been dealing with lately. Same of all, same as everyone. I think uh, our our most recent tantrum was uh, over the garage door and who would get to open it, which resulted in. <laughs> Uh, the garage door uh, beginning to open uh, and uh, and then closing and beginning to open and closing for <laughs> I think I lost count at about twelve uh, <laughs> before eventually uh, someone got distracted and it was able to ball open. squirrel <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so was this was it just one of them started to push the button and somebody else wanted to push it back uh, and one one of them one of them was saying that he wanted to push the button which of course spurred the other to oh, yeah. to push it and sure. then uh then the tantrum began and the alternating yeah. pushing of the button. No, I want to do it. No, yeah. I want to do it. Yes. <laughs> that is one thing I I'm excited I don't have to deal with with my daughter is that oh. there's only one of them and she can't argue with herself yet. It's yeah. going to happen inevitably. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. What about yeah. you, DC? What do you got? Man, always want what the other the other one has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mine was, uh, or actually, has to do with swim lessons. Uh, so Liam's in swim lessons right so now. So does mine. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> um, and he loves water, loves swimming. Um, however, these last couple weeks <clears throat> we've had, we didn't really plan this out real good. Uh, we have soccer. Um, for like 45 minutes to an hour and then we got 15 minutes to make it to swim lessons and then so then you have swim lessons right after that so being three years old right i mean that kind of wears the little dude out right so by the end of swim lessons you know he's not real happy and swim lessons get over at like seven which is typically when we get him ready for bed most nights um so we're at the end of swim lessons the other night and um well you're your daughter goes to the same place yep. um, Liam does. There's a big slide that they let him go down uh, once swim lessons are over. And uh, and so Liam climbs up the slide or up the ladder there to the slide. And normally he loves going down it. And I, he made it to the top. And I think he like looked back and realized he was up pretty high. Because I think it's yeah, like nine, it's, nine it's feet, a, I think, off yeah, the ground. Yeah, it's a long ways up in the air. And he kind of got upset and, and starts you know losing a little, a little bit not too bad but so Allie goes up there and, and she grabs him and, and takes him down and she's like okay she's like well here I'll just put you about halfway up the slide over the you know put you over the edge and let you slide down that way you're not near as high up and again he's tired at this point he's wore out and the tantrum kicks in hardcore <laughs> at that <laughs> point he's losing it he's just like arms wrapped around Allie and Allie's like, no, you need to go down the slide. You need to go down the slide. I was like trying to like push him on the slide, but he's not letting go. And I'm just sitting over here watching all this because I can't Helpless. do anything yeah. and just like taking it all in. And like finally she gets like his, his little arms off of her and she's still like trying to push him down the slide and he gets two handfuls of hair. And so you just see arms stretched uh. out holding on to hair while he's like halfway down the slide. Oh, no. Allie's head is just down like trying to get, <laughs> trying to get his hands off. <laughs> and eventually he lets go, goes down, goes into the water, and he's of course pissed at that point. Um, but <laughs> oh man, poor buddy! Actually, but poor mom. It was like really. it was like one of those moments. Like yeah, you felt bad for your wife, but at the same time too, you're like man, I wish I would have got this on video <laughs> because it would make such a great memory years down the road that you should only watch because if she were to see that she'd get mad at you all over again for recording wouldn't share that (laughs) so so would you say that whole situation was going literally and figuratively downhill from Uh, yes hardcore 
Dad joke number Dad one. Joke number one. <laughs> Count it. Write it down. This nice is going to be good. Matthew. This, this is, is good. <laughs> well, I appreciate being in a place where dad jokes are encouraged. Come on now. This is this is. I mean, we could do an hour full of it. Right. He and I have done a joke off back uh, and forth. One that, episode where we just that sat was a there while. rapid fire told them to each other. So it's been fun. Well, what's your swim lesson? Um, so. We went back to swim lessons. Elsie has done one like eight week swim lesson deal when she was maybe just under a year. She like was it was little. it was early. Uh, it was yeah. way early. Um, Might have been too early, honestly. Like it it was one of those deals where she had obviously didn't take <laughs> because we went back to swim lessons this week. Um, and by the end of it last time, she was having a blast, just splashing around, didn't mind it. The only thing she didn't like was laying on her back. And as a little kid and the water, that makes sense. Oh, the floating thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This time, she was latched onto me like a barnacle and would not <laughs> let go. And I was trying to, okay, we're going to kick our feet. Put your feet out. Kick your feet. No! 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 And she was like, it wasn't tantrum-y, yelling, screaming, slashing the water or anything. It was just, for whatever reason, she was not having it. I ain't going to do it, Dad. I'm not doing it. And so it finally got to the point where I was like, okay, we got to do, because the way they do some lessons is you like trying to, you're kind of passing your kid back and forth mm-hmm. to the instructor. But when they do it, they might dunk your kid's face under the water a right. little bit. Well, else, this will come as a huge surprise to both of you. Um, we are pretty loud mouthed and our mouths don't close very often. Well, Elsie, <laughs> when she's trying to swim, she, instead of closing her mouth, she goes even wider. A big giant happy grin takes it all in and and just mouthfuls of water yep. and so you can see her she comes up sputtering and like okay kiddo close your mouth can you put a big bubble in your mouth as yep. soon as she hits the water and so by the end i mean she's just sputtering and if she were if she could curse she'd be cursing she just <laughs> this is just so pissed but it's if, i think she'll be better in a couple of weeks when yeah. she gets more accustomed to being back in the pool. Sure. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the poor kid. She just could not get her head wrapped around, okay, you got to close your mouth right. because every time she was open, she'd come up just freaking out. Like, yeah. Well, okay, yep. well, we're going to have to get over that, I guess, kiddo. Well, they also make them blow bubbles in that class, right? So, and, I, and I work on that every night in the tub with her. Couldn't get it done in the pool. Oh, for the longest time, Liam, instead of blowing bubbles, he would suck in the water <laughs> and drink it. And it's like, dude, no, dude, you're supposed to do the opposite of, of all that. all the pools to do that in, too, <laughs> right? the one where they train little kids, not, right? not right. a good cocktail. Hey, not a good hey, cocktail. That, just building that immune system. Oh, yep. <laughs> Gross. Yep. Well, Matt, we do one other thing on here. Dad hack alert! We do the dad hack or dad advice. Yeah. Um, so we won't make our guests go first. Mm. Brian, I'll let you. Nice. You go first on your best dad hack this yeah, week. Yeah. Well, dad we advice. talked about it. That it's you know it's it's we're getting ready for pool time. It's getting ready to be summer. It's yep. getting hot. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll be hot. <laughs> um, it's true. Yeah. We're. And, and my daughter, as she gets older, is getting harder and harder to get her to stay in one place. <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable. When they're little <laughs> tiny babies, they stay in one place, and you can just set them there, and they don't move. And now she's almost two, and she runs around like a chicken with her head cut off. And so I have discovered that as we spend more time outside, it's harder and harder to get sunscreen on her. Mm. Because my wife um, is white as the driven snow, and <laughs> her... Uh, she passed that on to my daughter. I mean, it is just, she's a little pasty baby running around. And so we're scared to death of, of her getting sun, sunburnt. And so we discovered you can put sunscreen on Elsie a lot easier if she's strapped into something. Mm. So we don't get her out of the car before we put sunscreen on her. We leave her in the car and put sunscreen on her while she's strapped into the car and can't get away from us. Good idea. Or we'll <laughs> strap her into her uh High chair. High chair, thank yeah. you very much. Upstairs, before we go out in the backyard. It's like, hey, let's have a snack. Set her down in the high chair, strap, 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 strap. Lather her down with, with sunscreen and then send her out in the backyard. <laughs> so she can't get away from me when she's strapped in. So that's, like that's my dad hack is strap your kids in if you need to because it works a lot easier and you have to track them down. Okay, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Well, Matt, we'll let, let you go next. What do you What do you got? Uh, well, my dad hack, and I'll, I'll share this one because uh, I practiced it today, so it's uh, in front of mine. <laughs> Perfect. Um, is um, I try to do every week a, um, a what we call a dad Daniel dinner. Daniel's my old, you know, uh-huh. oldest uh, son, uh, where um, 
you know, my my wife all, almost always picks him up from school, and, mm-hmm. and you know, he's always very talkative. I think when he's just got out of school, but maybe less so by the time I get home from from work because he's, he's already talked out. He's right. talked it out. <laughs> Told and, all the stories. <laughs> and also, he you know, as with many kids uh, that age, you know, tend to be more selective eaters and uh consistent in their uh consistent in their choices so uh what what we did is uh we talked about how neat it would be if you would want to do every week we have a, a dinner out with just the two of us cool uh and he loved that idea so we said that as a, a, a weekly thing uh we'll pick a different restaurant each time i was mm-hmm. a local restaurant uh and uh go out there and tonight we did the uh Ririso, uh brazilian um oh steakhouse. yeah nice cool uh so that was you know very very different than we usually go with sure. him Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and it's a good chance uh, uh, for him to not only kind of try new foods but be enthusiastic about it. So, yeah. like you know, That's we got there tonight yeah. and they had a kids menu, and he originally wanted to do the mac and cheese, and then he saw some of the other food that people had and decided he wanted to do the you know the, the full thing like uh, <laughs> like I was doing, and uh, and then um, you know he's in. Always have great conversations there and get to talk about his his, his school day uh, sometimes more than than he wants to on kind of normal evenings. That's so. yeah. awesome. Yeah. I really like that. I do too. I mean, it gives you guys some one on one time too, yeah. some bonding time, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, and like you said, makes them try new food, which is yeah always difficult. That's got to be a huge thing. <laughs> so picky kid, what's his go to? Uh, mac and cheese right now. It so changes. It changes. But okay. Mac and cheese right now. Yeah. yeah I wondered if there's because it's. It seems like yeah. every kid's got to go to. I still yes. love mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a body built by mac and built cheese. By mac and cheese. Uh, what about you, DC? What do you got? Um, yeah, I got some dad advice um, this week. Not not mine originally, but uh, that's okay. Um, well, you don't have to tell the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, t- I stole it from the internet. Uh, <laughs> on I follow I don't know probably like four or five different dad pages on mm-hmm. Facebook. You know. Uh, I, was, I was scrolling. Through I use there. Instagram because I'm hipper than he is. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm old school. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So I was scrolling through there, and a video popped up, and is is this dad? Uh, and he's talking about how um, first child is daughter, and he has two younger boys. And he's talking about how they're just crazy all the time, and and you know sometimes he gets super frustrated with them whenever they're being crazy or whenever they're being upset. And Matt, you can probably relate to this too, just knowing how how wild boys are. Um, and he said he got some some good good dad advice uh from some older older guy that he was basically complaining to this guy about his kids and when they were losing it and whatnot the older guy told him he's like look he's like next time they're losing it or being crazy and you're really frustrated as a dad he's like just close your eyes for a second and he's like think that you are 80 years old when when you're when your eyes are closed here and he's like you have the opportunity to go back to one point in time in your life and that that time is right now while all this is happening, that's the only time you get. He's like, if you think of it like that, he's like, you will instantly not regret it, and you'll want to be there. Yeah. You'll want to be present with your kids, and cool. The situation won't seem that big mm-hmm. at that point, right? And, uh, and and you'll you'll gain a lot more patience that way, and uh, not let your emotions get the best of you. So I was like, yeah. I that mean, eighty year old you would trade spots with with you know getting to be with his little kids again right in a heartbeat yeah so i love that yeah, yeah that's that awesome. kind of hit home because i was like yeah i mean it's it's easy to get frustrated you know with your kids and i'm like with you the patience of methuselah uh, that you have yeah, yeah right yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh man kids though yeah uh it's good though it's half the fun um it is it so is. matthew I, i've alluded to it a couple of times but you're our first elected official on the show so uh we we hoped <laughs> To kind of pick your brain about that a little bit. Like, uh-huh. how do you explain what you do with counsel to your kids? <laughs> what is that? Have, they, have you talked to them about that? Like, what's that conversation like? We have, and, and you know, that's kind of changed over time. I've, I've always tried to, you know, involve them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, um, you know, there, there are some things that can be involved in more than more than others and you also have to balance you know letting them be as exposed as much as possible without maybe letting them be exposed to some of the, the negative stuff oh, yeah. so, sure which is yeah. probably tough that can that, that can be a, that can be a tricky balance but i you know i also think he's gotten to both of my kids you know especially especially daniel but uh, both of them have gotten to have i think a lot of really good experiences out of it and experiences that i hope are ones that that 
that they'll remember and will help in, in terms of whether it's doing what I do or, or whatever they pick, thinking about what are ways that you can get involved and give back to your community mm-hmm. as you get older because they've grown up kind of seeing that and and, and, and hopefully that, that's a, an example that, that they will remember. So you know, I think about some of the neat things Daniel's got to do. He's got to uh, help with uh, ribbon cutting at uh, parks and, and new playgrounds, uh, cool. which he really gets a kick out. You know, he Not gets bad. to... It's in- oh, how much fun is <laughs> right. that, man? Like, yeah, <laughs> this is my part. I'm opening this thing. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, – and and he – but and the, the interesting thing is, you know, how, how how quickly something like that kind of becomes the norm. You know, for, if that's what you grow up experiencing. <laughs> that's a good it's, point. It's, yeah. it's the same thing with – I remember, yeah. you know, my, my dad was a longtime um, administrator at Missouri State, and he was over enrollment management. <laughs> and about once a year for fall enrollment – uh, he'd be interviewed on KY3, and it would be a huge deal. You know, we'd uh, we'd we'd know about it. He'd call my let my mom know. You know, we'd have it have it on KY3 ahead of the news starting just to make sure we'd watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, it would be big deal, and we'd be all excited talking with him about it. Uh, you know, Daniel is. You, he expects to see like me in the paper and the the news or on the radio. Like for him, this is oh, not funny. Yeah. This is not a, a big thing. This Just is what everybody's Tuesday. parents, yeah, everybody's <laughs> parents do. So mm-hmm. um, I always try to, you know, he'll ask questions about what we're dealing with, and I always try to, um, you know, to to talk about it with him and share as much information as I possibly can. Uh, you know, I've got to come and speak with his uh, his class before too, yeah. and kind of talk about it, and um, you know kind of relating it to decisions that, that they make and how they might work as a group when they have different opinions on kind of what to do and how to come to decision and, and relating that. The interesting thing is, you know, I, I talked about all the different things that the city does, and, and I thought that parks is what they'd be most interested in. And some of them were a lot of suggestions on what, we, you know, adding trampolines to parks and, and, big, and bigger slides. <laughs> no issues although, there. <laughs> although it doesn't sound like bigger slides would be great yeah, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, Liam's out. No, no, no. <laughs> But 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 the biggest the biggest thing that the kids in class wanted to talk about is uh, how the police could help them if somebody stole their money, uh, and there were a ton of variations on that. I didn't realize elementary school students was such a big deal. That's such a big issue with with people stealing their money but sure. even when we kind of redirect the part the question kind of back to questions back to parks uh i one kid <laughs> raised his hand and said okay so if i'm at the park and someone steals my money there <laughs> will the police come <laughs> come and help me uh, so i hopefully they hopefully they left that meeting reassured that the police oh, would help them if someone funny. stole the money at their parks uh, <laughs> at the park but uh you know and daniel gets to you know, by going to those events and and by trying to keep him as involved as possible, he's got to know the other people on council. He's got to know the the mayor really really well, and that's neat for him because you know if you read you know, kids, we, we all read lots of kids books. Yeah, mayors are big deals. Mayors are usually oh, the biggest yeah, like, political figure in mm-hmm. kids books if there's one in there. For sure. and so uh, so him getting to to know and and kind of he talks about talking with the mayor and um, that that makes him really happy. And, and Arthur is starting to get into uh, to some of that as well. So it's Fun. it's really need to kind of see them take an interest in that fun um dr lathan set up uh, our excuse me our our local um superintendent for our school district here in springfield set up a program where where it was principal for a day mm-hmm. and myself and a few other people with the springfield chamber of commerce got the opportunity to go do that and when we all came back together after that day having toured our schools um the mayor was with us and he was the talk of the town at all of the schools, and he had only been to one of them. And again, <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it, but you're absolutely yeah. right. Like yep. that is the biggest political figure in most books that our kids read. Yeah, yep. or you watch Paw Patrol. It's not the president on there. It's it's, 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 it's the, mayor. the mayor. Yeah, no, competing yeah. mayors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and there were several kids that were like he said that there were several kids that didn't want to go on their field trip or something along those lines because the mayor was in the building and we got to meet the mayor Dang. instead of going on our field trip. And like, what was better? as a kid than a field trip yeah so right obviously that mayor hmm. carries some cloud but you've got mayor pro tem after your name so you yeah. get to throw that out there a little bit too were they pretty excited That's to see that title uh that they they were excited to see me doing the swearing in mm. I, you know, I don't know that they necessarily fully understand kind of the of course, title yet no, but of course not uh but seeing but seeing the swearing in and um is something that, that they always enjoy and my wife a lot of times will put the the meetings on at home while they're eating dinner and getting ready for bed and she tells me about you know anytime i'd speak or ask a question on something they they stop they and they up. look and they say cool. something and <laughs> yeah it's it it is really neat i i hope you know i i don't i don't know that you know 
this is necessarily this is this is the path that the, my specific path is the path they would take, and you know I hope they pick whatever path they want. But my my main goal, I think, on all, all of this is whatever path they pick, have that element of community kind of service mm. service in it. Sure. Yeah. What a good foundation! I mean, that, that you're building yeah, for them, right? Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're already getting them involved in, you know, like you said, the community service and meeting the the other council members and and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm still blown away that you know the epidemic of people stealing children's money is so prevalent <laughs> here in Springfield. But it's embarrassing. Know, yeah, maybe we can figure it out, right? Yeah. Well, what about like because I mean, yours is a leadership role, certainly. Uh, do you have any plans or have you had any conversations about leadership with your kids? Cause that was something that was a big part of my childhood, having done a lot of scouting and, and student government and a lot of that stuff. That was something that my parents were very passionate about getting me involved with. It might be a little early for your kids, but I wondered if you'd kind of had any of those talks, maybe it's you and your wife or you and your kids. Yeah. You know, I, I think that the, the big thing I always kind of emphasize with them is a lot of times, even when we're out kind of doing something, you know, we, we see something that, that we can help with um and a lot of and and let me tie this back to kind of one of the biggest pieces of advice that i ever got from my dad that has had a huge impact on my life and kind of is the basis for how i try to set these examples is whenever we would go camping as kids um and we did that a lot uh, at the end of the camping trip my dad would always um give my brother and i each a bag and tell us we need to pick up x number of pieces of trash usually 70 or something like that yeah and it was far more than we produced and we'd always complain as you'd expect but i didn't make all this i didn't make this trash i didn't i didn't (laughs) smoke all these cigarettes that are you know lying on the ground um why are we having to pick them up and you tell us you know somebody else is going to be in this campground after us uh and we want to leave it in better shape for them good for Um, you and great advice (laughs) and i still didn't like picking up the cigarettes but i understood why we were doing it (laughs) and i I did sure and and so that's what you know when we're out we talk about you know there are things that we can do we didn't create the problems maybe that we're seeing but if we can solve them the difference that makes for the next person that comes along because you know they can understand you know you go to a a playground that's dirty or things that are broken that's not fun for them and they can think about how it's not going to be fun for the next kid that comes and so if we can change that experience for them that's something that is is worthwhile and cool makes a difference yeah yeah that yeah yeah. that's great advice i mean that's and i think i think it's funny too once you become a parent um and you realize you look back on those pieces of advice or those things that your parents (laughs) made you do and yeah like you're exactly saying at the time at the time you're like this is so dumb why are we doing this but then you're like once you become an adult and especially once you become a parent it all just kind of clicks you're like okay i see what they're doing now and you're like yeah my kids aren't gonna like this either but They'll thank me later, right? So, yeah. yeah. Support for this episode is brought to you by Five Pound Apparel. Just in time for Father's Day, we've partnered with Five Pound Apparel to give the listeners of the Decent Dads podcast 15% off their next purchase when they use code DecentDads15. That's D E C E N T D A D S 1 5. Thank you, Five Pound Apparel, for supporting local and Decent Dads everywhere. Um, so, yeah, man, that's that's awesome advice your dad dad gave you there. I mean, what what's some other good stuff that, uh, you know, you learned from your dad? I'm sure with you being in education, he was in education, There's there might be some, some similar things there. That that, that he passed on to you so so him being in education obviously big impact with with me uh, pursuing career in education sure. as well and my mom was a public school uh, teacher too uh, but you know he was always very very passionate about his job very passionate about the university uh, and would you know anytime we'd go out to we'd we'd go out to dinner he would always talk with uh, the the waiter the waitress and if they were anywhere in a position where they were remotely considering um going to college uh he would make sure that they had his card uh and that uh cool. and he would and he would follow up with them uh, wow. and you know he would tell us about and we I, we would see sometimes students who he had helped uh get a start uh, at the university and would come up and talk about how much it meant to them and that always that always stuck with me and um you know that idea of you know aligning that passion that you have with what you do as a job was was something that was a lesson i think i took from him as well so I th- cool i think another so big cool. one and this is this is one that you know i think inter- it wasn't necessarily from when i was a kid but you know as, as a kid i think as with most kids you kind of see your you see your parents as, as infallible yep. uh, at least up to a certain age <laughs> yeah. uh and um and you think that they you think that they they have all the answers yeah. they, they got they, it all figured they read out the manual they know what they're doing <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and, um, and so I, you know, I, I thought that, uh, and, but my dad as, as an adult, now that once I was an adult, you know, he would talk, he would talk to me about things that he wished he had done differently or, um, you know, talk about, you know, the things that he, he makes mistakes that, that he made and, um, and, uh, kind of what he learned from them and different ways he wished he would have kind of parented in, in, in retrospect. And, and that was something that has been really meaningful for me too, as, as a parent is that. Um, you know, I, I, I don't feel like I have to, to, to be perfect. And, and that's kind of hard because, you know, I'm someone who in my, well in my work and in my in volunteer stuff, you know, I always have on the mindset that, you know, you do enough preparation, you do enough research, <laughs> you work hard enough, you can, you can minimize mistakes. You can right. never eliminate them, but you, yeah, can, sure. you can minimize mistakes. But with parenting, I mean... The research is usually conflicting at best. Right. <laughs> it doesn't usually hold up to real-world examples very long before <laughs> things kind of start to, to break down. And you can do all the prep work and and, uh, uh, and all the research possible, and you're going to run into situations where you don't know what the answer is. And, and, and I think it's important to always – you know, set the best examples to always, you know, model the, the ethics, model, um, you know, responsibility to others, model kindness, model all those things. But you don't have to try to always be modeling perfection. Mm. Um, you know, when you make mistakes, own up the mistakes, you know, yep. do something wrong, apologize for them. Uh, and I think that that's just as valuable as because you everybody makes mistakes, they will make mistakes and, and seeing you not kind of hide them or pretend that they don't exist. Yeah. But uh, but acknowledge them and kind of deal with them and hopefully learn from them and, and kind of modeling that, um, I think, is is useful as well. Man. No, it's, I mean, he he just hit the nail on the head. We've talked about it before. Well said. The, I, I like <laughs> the way you describe doing, not saying, though, because we've talked about that before on the yeah. show, that it's your kids pick up way more what you do than what you say. Yeah. And so if you're modeling those good decisions or if you're doing or you're modeling, you know, the, those ethical thought processes i've got i love that yeah, man well said thanks matt your, your personality kind of sounds like mine and very very type a very probably perfectionist before you became a parent right yes. Yes. so how hard was that at first because i know i to really up, i yeah. really struggled with that too it's Me like too. Oh, this has yeah. to be there this has to be there they have to do this just this way you know and then you realize no that really matters it, <laughs> it, it, it is it is and it's still really difficult i have yeah. to you know be intentional about stopping and thinking to myself you know i'll 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 plan we're always out doing a ton of stuff. I think any given weekend, and mm-hmm. and I'll I'll plan itineraries, and and I'll think of all these things that boy the the kids are gonna love are gonna love these things, right? <laughs> and then we kind of get started, and they find something else that that I feel like is very kind of minor and basic, but that's what they want to do. Yep, sure, and it, and I have to kind of just remind myself like this is about them. It's not about you know me having planned the right itinerary and making sure we stick to it. It's about you know. Let's do what they want to do and what they're going to get the most enjoyment out of. Yeah. Oh, so true. Teeing up those conversations. <laughs> is there, Derek, I'll ask you, is there anything that you've really like specific lessons or anything that you've taken away from your parents specific, maybe even your dad specifically? Um, yeah. I mean, there, I was actually thinking about that today. Um, looking over Matt's questionnaire, yeah, you know, yeah. and man, there was, there, there was a lot, um, you know, it's just, I think, you know, trying to trying to figure out things yourself not always just you know relying on somebody else to you know like i mean I, i've talked about here before you know mm-hmm. hiring somebody to go do something my dad again you know he was a farmer you know he, he'd always try to figure out how to fix things or how to make things work and so being able to do that um obviously self-sufficiency yeah self-sufficiency yeah. Uh, obviously the whole hard-working aspect but really probably the biggest thing i, I took away from him and i think we probably mentioned it on here before is you know don't don't put off what you can do today for tomorrow mm-hmm. right i mean knocking it knocking it out today and then you don't have to worry about it tomorrow and then you know you can can you know do something else tomorrow and, and you know try to get it try to get ahead yeah um and uh yeah i don't man yeah my dad he's gave me a ton of ton of good advice over the years and uh but uh but yeah it's just a few of the few of the nuggets well you referenced like figuring out that your dad <clears throat> it, at some point, you figure out that your dad's infallible. Well, I, I'm 34 years old, and I'm still on the payroll. I work in a family business. And so that has been a unique experience for me, or an even more interesting experience for me, because I, it's gone from dad to boss. And 
I will forever listen to my dad, at least to some extent, where it's like, oh, well, dad's saying it. So it's, he, and he's been doing this for 40 years. It's, there's <laughs> he probably, he's got to know, right. <laughs> yeah. And there have been several instances where he said something to me and I've just kind of nodded my head and then went back to my desk and went, that wasn't the right answer. Yeah. That's just yeah. not the way we should be doing this. And then the next day he goes, hey, by the way, I was thinking about what we were talking about yesterday and I was just dead wrong. Yeah, uh, what you were saying was right and I was dead wrong. And I was like, oh, Okay, so it's again, it's okay to be wrong yep. as long as you acknowledge that you were wrong. Yeah. And it also was one of those deals where and it happened pretty early in my dad and I's like working relationship. I was like, okay, he has a lot more experience and he knows a lot more than you do. However, it's okay to question. <laughs> yeah. It's it's okay yeah. to push back a little bit to know that he's not perfect and just be his gut reaction is going to be similar to mine we're also giant hotheads both of us and so that has been an interesting experience for us both because we've learned i've gotten to learn from his experience where he used to just blow up on people in his mm-hmm. 20s and 30s because he didn't have his dad was involved in the business but in a different way and so he wasn't there to go hey dummy that doesn't do anything that doesn't actually work right whereas when i start getting hot about something he'll look at me and goes Hey, do you think that's the best approach to this? Do you think that's really right. going to be the thing that solves this problem? It's like, okay, well, if it's coming from you, then no, probably not, because I know you've flown off the handle on this exact subject. It was just <laughs> yeah. twenty five years ago when you were my age. So, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's the cool thing too about about being a parent and having that relationship with your parents is you can take away the things that they did Learn really, really, mistakes. really well, right? Yeah. And then you know they tell you like, oh, you know, yeah, I'd made this mistake or I should have done this different. <laughs> yep. And so then you're thinking, you're like, okay. How can I implement that, you know, in my kid's life? Or, you know, my dad, he, he was a hothead, too, yeah. uh, when we was growing up. And so now, <clears throat> whenever I'm with the boys and stuff, I do catch myself. Obviously, evidently, it's genetic. <laughs> I, I catch no, myself sometimes, preach. too. I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, nope. Look dial back, back, like dial yep, it back, dial it yep. back. You know, yeah. I, I didn't like it whenever you know my dad did that. So let's try, let's try a different approach with this. You sure. know, how can we, how can we do it, do it differently? So that is one of the cool things about being a parent. Is, you know, take, take, uh, you know, take, take some of the, the advice, but uh, you learn from the mistakes. Well, and there, you get, so. you get both sides of it, right? You know, you get to take from from your dad and 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 your your mother, and then you also get to take from your spouses. Yeah, and and that's been a fun thing for yeah. us because Don, my mother and father in law, just moved to town within the last. Uh, it's been about a year now and getting to interact more with them than I ever have yeah. and getting to kind of learn some things from mm. the father-in-law too. That's been interesting and as how well. Different those styles are right. Yes. From your parents Drastically. Parents? So in my place, right? Yeah. There's no wrong way to do it. But, no, it's uh, just different. It's just I different. think that's the interesting thing is you do again. We've talked about this ad nauseum. You do what you think is right. And there's no way to find out it's wrong until 20 years yep. later. Yep. And then you get to see the results of your parenting. Yeah. Well, and that is, it seems like, you know, the people people that match up with each other, I feel like most of the time come from those very different, right? very, very different Agreed. dynamics. <laughs> that end up yeah. producing compatible. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. talk about, you, and you, you flirted with it earlier, but talk about volunteerism with your kids. Because obviously you have a job and then you have a job, but that second job is a volunteer role yeah and that's where um and that's one of the the other things i think i love about all the different events i get to take him to is that many of them are connected to different organizations uh, and charities that you can volunteer with cool. and so yeah. they see the different types well i think they not only see the different types of work being done around the community but they they see that there are people that are passionate or spending their time about all these things and so you know i'll talk with them about their their interests are probably not going to be my interests you know i i hope they pick their their own their own interests and chances are there'll be there'll be things that'll be different unless it's the cardinals and then and then that's a non-negotiable cardinals and bears right right? well i i I (laughs) I don't mean to you know derail the conversation here but i assume that's a non-negotiable i i would i would struggle a little bit if they weren't missouri missouri state bears fans um I would really, really struggle if they ended up being somehow Wichita State fans. That <laughs> that may be one of the bigger. I know more what I'm buying his kids for Christmas. To, yeah, ever have to deal with. Um, but you know, beyond beyond that, um, yeah, that's you know that whatever your interest is, there are causes out there, and there are ways that you can yeah. kind of volunteer uh, and seeing the and seeing the, the the impact of that. And then how you, how easily you can kind of incorporate that into your life. So we do, and and this is you know directly aligned with kind of the lesson I learned from my dad but you know we will take out we'll take 
bags, trash bags with us when we go on greenways, walks, or hikes. Oh, cool. We, we love yeah. um, such a um, simple, easy way. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, love going on hikes, and that's an easy way to kind of help out a little bit when you're uh, have, you know doing something fun. So that's like great. That. Um, you know, we also have we've got you know piggy banks for them that are piggy banks for savings, and then piggy banks for uh, for donations, and then let them kind of pick what uh, what they're gonna they're gonna donate to, and um, kind of talk about any time that we're kind of contributing to a cause, we'll we'll talk about that with them, and kind of usually they'll have seen something associated with it. And we can kind of talk about the connection there. Sure. Nice. Do they have any specific like organization that they're passionate about right now? Any 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 group that they really love? Uh, the library. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, cool. So that's, that's uh, and uh, you know we love we love the library foundation does a lot of great work supporting the, supporting them. For sure, so we, we we do that a lot as a family. But I mean they are they are library uh, super fans. Uh, I think cool. They've they've been. You know, I was on the the library board uh, for a, uh, several years before being on council, uh, and uh, they have been. I think they're in the library publications more in a typical month than I was in several <laughs> years as a as a board member. So um, that's that's something that, that they are very they're famous, right man. Now. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and another good thing too about you know getting them involved with with those different organizations and volunteering <laughs> is you know at least I know from personal experience with Rotaract and all the volunteering we did, you yeah, know, you're able to see different parts of the community that you probably wouldn't have otherwise seen or Accurate. you know get involved with certain you know groups or, or people that you wouldn't have you know otherwise and so yeah just you know again we talked about that several times is you know it just exposes them to to different people different organizations and you know that's that's only going to benefit them in the future so sure. great job to you for <laughs> doing well, all that already <laughs> yeah i mean and, and it's it's similar to kind of the talent attraction and retention conversations we have in springfield about trying to keep people in Springfield, particularly college students, that so often they don't know what's in our community mm. because they're only used to campus and whichever street has the four or five bars on it. And fast food. Yeah, and, and, and the one like nearest Andes and fast food restaurant. Um, and I think similarly, young professionals, once they're out of school, they can kind of still get in their own habits. Mm-hmm. And and I go home and I go to work and I go to my local watering hole or whatever and I go to church or whatever it is, but then you don't get out of your immediate little area and mm-hmm. you don't go to the dream center, uh, you know, and, and help over there or you don't you're not familiar with you know the southwest side of town that's growing like crazy and you just you didn't know it was over there right. so you do it is kind of fun to get involved around your community and and you know getting your kids set up with that early is awesome and that's that's the best way i think to feel connected to your community whatever it is being involved in a Mm -hmm. volunteer organization you know you've you've got a social network from that alone and you've got a real tie that uh that helps people stay here and feel feel like they belong here well i gotta ask a follow-up because you started to talk about earlier um so you said you did a you did some some service with the library board and that's that kind of led you to council what was your motivation to to go towards council was it leadership was it volunteerism what were what was your kind of your what was the catalyst what was your motivator so i i i had always been kind of interested in politics from a younger age than someone probably should be interested in (laughs) politics but uh but but my interest in it came from you know i saw that as you know this is a way to to help your community yeah. uh and and as i got older i you know i i feel like i kind of developed you know skill sets uh, uh developed experience that would let me give back to the community in this role so um you know the library board was something i was serving on um because I, I, I like kids. I love the libraries. I think they play an important role in our community. Also, was serving on the foundation for Springfield Public Schools sure. and a few others. That gave me kind of the experience of what a board was like. And and so when the council position came open, we, there was a, um, a retirement to run for state representative in, in 2018. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I felt like at that time, you know, I had I'd been long enough in, in my in my job that I felt like I had kind of a good background there. Um, you know passion for the the community i felt like my work as a as a researcher providing information to make good decisions is something that i could contribute to the conversation because having those different perspectives i think is really valuable and and hopefully that research kind of perspective is valuable so all those things kind of together align the the passion and i think the ability to contribute i also at the time um 
uh, was when I was appointed was the youngest member of youngest member of council, and one of my goals was not to be the youngest member anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. And, and I am I'm, I'm not. So Heather go. Heather Hardinger, oh was yeah, yeah, in yeah. 2021, who was younger, and then now uh, Kelly Carroll and Brandon Jensen, who were just elected, are also both younger. There so you I moved up the ladder. Mission pretty, accomplished. Brandon's yeah. in his late twenties. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I moved up the ladder pretty quickly. The average, actually, the average age on council after this April dropped. Uh, I think from fifty-eight to, to forty-eight. Wow! And I'm right. now the I'm now the third most senior. Not not in terms of age, but third most senior in terms in of tenure. length of yeah, service. So wow, that, that moved up kind of quickly. Um, but that's that's something that you know when I decided I wanted to apply for it. I reached out to everyone on council. I didn't know most of them, uh, but I reached out to them just asking to to be able to talk with them and learn what the job was like before I decided if it's something mm-hmm. I could actually do in terms of the time commitment. All of them were great to meet with me. Uh, and so that, that idea, too, I think of – and this is not to this point yet with the kids, but hoping to kind of show them in the future that you know if you want to do something – reach out to the people that are doing it you, you may look at them you know council is literally up on a pedestal um when we have our, <laughs> our have our meetings but and you may look at people in, in those positions you want to do whatever it is as, as being kind of unreachable but they're not mm-hmm. most people i think across the board are, are want to help others that want to get involved in uh in whatever they're doing and that was certainly um certainly my experience and then also just kind of feeling like you belong so that the the very first meeting i had uh, on council uh, we had the open session then you had to go into closed session for some legal matters and they voted to go into closed session and the mayor said all right we need everyone to clear the room so i get up from the table and i start walking out <laughs> <laughs> he stops me and said no no you stay uh, so it, t- it took me a while to matthew please sit down yeah, it took me a while to to realize you know i i belong up at this table with people uh, oh, that yeah, i've yeah, just yeah. been watching that makes on, sense yeah, yeah tv yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so if so so let's so let's say you've got a peer who's got a kid similar to you at a young age. They've they've shown interest in getting involved in politics or getting involved in leadership. What are some things that you would coach them to coach their kid on? Or what are some things that you would guide their kid towards well one thing i would say is kind of reach out to to, to people like me yeah. and others in these positions because we are happy to help one of my favorite things we get to do is when we have school groups or scout groups or, or any kind of youth groups come and we get to talk about you know they get to sit in the seats we show them how the the voting buttons work and we get to talk about what council's like and answer their questions cool. we love you know i love that sort of thing i think you'll find most people in these positions do too because we're doing this for for the future and somebody else is going to be sitting in our seats someday uh and um you know hopefully it's one of those kids that we're kind of working with <laughs> yeah uh, and so being able to prepare kind of future generations so that they feel like they belong at the table from day one unlike me uh i think it's <laughs> is, is something that get a lot of reward out of cool i just that's cool that's, yeah. that's fascinating yeah and props to you matt because there's everybody in town has their own opinion on what you know what should happen in the community but you're actually going out there and doing it and you know making the difference so yeah appreciate what you do matt um well let's uh kind of change change gears here a little bit because we was talking uh before we started recording and uh i told you that uh, we were going on a pretty big uh road trip coming up here in a month or two and uh and you were saying you had a pretty good pretty good road trip story or maybe some some tips for some experience yeah. for us because we could definitely use it so uh so yeah share some of your stories with us, matt so uh so so my my favorite road trip story is uh from when uh daniel was um uh, daniel w- was four uh and uh it's it's hard sometimes with the council and the the college work schedules for me to take off an extended oh, period sure, of time. Yeah. So it's not a guarantee if we get those each year. But that year uh, was able to, uh, and so I was very excited as soon as I found out I was able to take off that period of time. I started researching, and um, this was a stage where if he had the opportunity, he would still potentially take two naps two naps a day. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, yep. So uh, I mapped out a trip where. Um, we would be going to uh, usually two or three places, uh, big places every day, and then would have uh, a length of drive that was timed to the, what was the typical duration of his nap nice. in between those. Nice. So, you know, we start. And then the other thing was at this time, he was he was very into uh, carousels. 
Uh, that was his favorite. Uh, anytime okay. we go to Silver Dollar City, which yeah. we, we go a lot, uh, that was his favorite ride, and we'd ride it over, over and over <laughs> again. Uh, so I found places that had carousels. So we start our trip, and we drive that, up a right? few hours to St. Louis, where he's sleeping the first day, and then stop at Grant's Farm, which um, has a carousel there in the, the zoo area. And so I got to do the zoo and, and do the, the, the carousel. Uh, and then uh, uh, drive on to... Uh, uh, to Evansville, where we where we stayed the night, and uh, had to go, of course, see campus and their their basketball arena, which is one of many sites of heartbreak uh, for me as a <laughs> as a Bears fan. There's more of those I can count, but I still have to see them because that's <laughs> was on my list uh, list to see. And so yeah, yeah, sure see them. yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, planned out all the restaurants, of course, in advance, which. The restaurant stuff, you you do all the research on what are the best kid-friendly restaurants, which have the best kids' menus, and it, it, it's still very hit or miss. Um, I, will, I will say that part <laughs> yeah, of it. Good but, to know. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> the research, I don't, I don't know that you'd have different results from just stopping just, randomly. Just going wherever yeah. you find, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, and then we drove to uh, Holiday World uh, in, in Santa Claus, uh, Indiana, big big theme park there yep. that had uh, two carousels uh, uh, part of the park. Uh, so did you know that was a thing? I didn't know. I, that I'd was heard a thing. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. interesting. So the only reason I know about Hol- Holiday World is uh, when uh, li- lived in Nashville was going to grad school, and they advertised heavily in the Nashville market. And Got uh, it. one time, Teresa and I were there, won free tickets from a, a booth at. Uh, uh, at some fair to Holiday World, so we drove up. It's about a couple hours from Nashville, and their big promotion. It, it's a really nice theme park. They they have different. They have a Thanksgiving area and Halloween area, and oh wow, July and uh, some really nice roller coasters. And their big promotion thing is that they've got free sunscreen and free soda, <laughs> uh, so, soft drinks all over the park. So like, all over, they have these little stations with the uh, with the soda fountains and then giant dispensers of of sunscreen. And they've got a water park that's part of the park. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't so, know that. Well, part I guess I know where we're going <laughs> right and it's not too bad and, you know it was if you drove there straight it probably be maybe six hours i think from from that's not outrageous oh, we yeah, can make yeah. that work yeah, yeah so funny. so it had to see santa claus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it had two carousels so we went there and then we went to uh and then that night we we drove into Cincinnati, went to a Reds game that evening, uh, and um, you know it had been a pretty long day. Even taking the naps in the car, which that part that part worked out really well, and he was loving the carousels. Awesome. Yeah, we made it through about the fifth inning before he he needed to, to go to bed. So we get to the hotel room, and I flip on the game uh, while while we're getting him ready for bed, and. Not a minute after I turned on the game, there was a home. We were sitting in the left field elevated oh, no. um, area. Not a minute after I turned on the game, there was a home run that landed in the seat I was sitting in. <laughs> uh, and the right people, in the cup the holder. We had met next to us. I saw one of them run over and run over and grab the grab the ball. So if we could have held on just one more inning, but so we went to the Reds game. Uh, then the next day we went to the Cincinnati Zoo, which is huge and really impressive and also has a carousel so we got to ride it there <laughs> Love uh, that, man. and then uh went up to to indianapolis um and um uh went to the big children's museum there and the zoo mm. both of which in different days both of which had carousels the one thing i will i, I do kind of regret from that and it's kind of the whole you know thinking back when you're older what you wish you'd have done in the situation mm-hmm. is that the first day we were in indianapolis there was a bike rental place that had a like a almost like a, a minivan style bike where uh it had double rows of seats and you you sat like a driver and pedaled in the front row and cool and daniel really wanted to ride that but it was about uh like an hour before the place closed and so i figured we wouldn't have a lot of time to ride before we'd have to return because you have to turn them in, you'd have to turn them into the person before they left so i said well we'll we can do this. We'll do it tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, and so we come back tomorrow, and, and they're closed. Oh no! Uh, and that was we were we had to leave after we went to the zoo that day. So, um, so I wish, in retrospect, like even if we could have ridden it for ten minutes, I don't think his memory would have been, been any right. different, right. any sure. different from ten minutes versus you know two hours. So I, mm-hmm. I wish I would have just if you have the chance to do something, just do it and mm. don't. Yeah, that's that's good advice because I'm in the process of planning this road trip out that we're going to do. <clears throat> and good for you for like figuring out everywhere that has a carousel. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I'm fascinated some, by yeah. some digging in that because <laughs> not the places don't always necessarily. You can't. There's no like carousel filter on Google, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a matter of you know searching reviews and frequently looking for asked carousel. questions. Yeah. Do you have a carousel? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm I'm just like, oh, which one of these has like a nice park, the, the playground that they play in? And you're like, man, making me feel bad over here figuring out the carousels. Yeah. But uh, but no, I'm glad you said that though because like. 
uh, on the way back, you know, that's why I was talking to my wife last night or night before about it. I was like, oh, I was like, you know, we could stop here and, and do this. And one of them's Omaha Zoo. Yeah. I was like, on the way back, which I heard is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we could do that. Oh, we might not have time, but, you know. Yeah, hearing you say that, I'm like, we're gonna do it. Do I would it. just we're do, it. It happen, it right? do it. They, they will remember, no matter how. Even if you don't, if you don't, you you will be the one feeling like you didn't get to spend long enough time there. I mean, oh they'll, right, they'll, they'll, oh, that's they'll a great have point. That's memory, a great point. Yeah. whatever amount. They, of time they won't know there. any yeah. different. Sure. No. no. All right, Matthew, talk. Tell us about some of your funny stories. Inevitably, dads are going to have funny stories <laughs> about their families. Um, so here's your chance. Talk away, pal. What do you got? So I'll, I'll tell a couple of stories that are connected by a common theme, and, and that's my kid's love of uh, robots. Nice. Uh, and nice. uh, also a chance to, to brag on, on <laughs> Carousel, my wife, and yeah. robots. I like it. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So, um, you know, my um, Teresa does a great job. Uh, every year making custom Halloween costumes mm, um, cool. and so she always she always lets the the boys pick what they're going to be uh, and you know that's always risky when you're making a costume that takes time to make because what sure. they want to be will will change from yeah. day to day yes. for, a, for a stretch there <laughs> uh, but they have um, and, and they've been different animals at times but one of the consistent themes is for them has been costumes related to to food and robots uh, so <laughs> I love that God, so, I love that so much that's hilarious <laughs> so one year Daniel uh, wanted to be a um, uh, a donut robot very very specific that is yeah. interesting a donut robot so uh, so Teresa made him uh, he was he was three at the time she made do, him the, do you take him to like Krispy Kreme is that where he's like seeing this we at don't we, we sometimes we can walk to um, we can walk to a couple donut shops from her house so we'll some, she'll she and I will sometimes walk them over there. Nice. I don't feel like we get donuts that much, though. But uh, he um, enough to make an impression. Enough to make work. an impression. Yeah. And yeah. so she made him a D three donut robot. Had donuts. Had a donut little making machine thing on it. And donuts <laughs> That's awesome. At the antennas and everything. And and so he wore that to uh, the spooky symphony and did the costume parade and ended up won- winning one of the um, one of the prizes for it. Nice. Which, uh, nice. That was the first time he had won something at, at, at an event like that. And. Uh, that was a big moment. He still talks about that. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And so then a couple of years later, he wanted to be a, uh, a pizza oven robot. So she made him a full like <laughs> brick pizza oven costume and had the door open with the pizza on it. And one of the events we went to Man. that year was right? the uh, parade at uh, Hammond's Field. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, there was a, Domino's had a tent there. And Marty Prather uh, yeah, was sure. there at the Domino's tent. And he loved, you know, Daniel came up in his pizza robot costume and he was talking with Daniel about how, um, you know, he's never seen someone dressed as a pizza oven before, <laughs> loved his costume and offered and said, you know, you've got a job at Domino's if you want one. <laughs> yeah, when you, right. when you're, and, then, and then he reached behind the table. They had all the candy and the bowls on the table. He reached behind the table and he asked Daniel if he wanted a, a king-sized. I didn't think, I don't remember king-sizes being this big, but they were they were huge king size uh, bag uh, box of uh, skittles or a kit kat and he nice. Daniel picked the box of skittles he also still talks about that <laughs> to this day that was a really cool moment but that's my, fun my youngest loves robots too and you know we have the um, go downtown a lot for different events and things and you have sculpture walk and they had the uh, the thinking robot mm-hmm. uh, sculpture mm. this past year mm-hmm. uh and the thinking robot sculpture was was arthur's best friend anytime we were anywhere near downtown he had to go say hello. He would stop and sit there <laughs> and awesome. just talk with the robot. He'd do the thinking pose with him, the same thinking pose with him uh, for a while. And so cool. He'd always have different theories each time on what the robot was uh, robot was thinking about. It was usually either food or dragon uh, related. <laughs> um, but uh, so he. Um, he, he loves that robot. He's, he also will still wear Daniel's old uh, robot costumes that, that Daniel has outgrown. And uh, and we were really excited when the Thinking Robot got the permanent home at the Discovery Center. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be visiting him probably there. Right. Right. Yeah. It isn't the imagination of a child just fascinating? Oh, yes. It's just so cool. Fast. Pizza robot, donut robot. I love it. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Liam's just now hitting that stage probably the past couple months where like his imagination's really clicking mm. and he he talks to us in car rides and stuff and like I don't know, he does, he makes up names for like all of his toys and stuff and and uh, and we're like who's Marshall and he's <laughs> like that's my truck don't you know his name is Marshall and we're like 
Yes, no, I we do. Didn't. Sorry, nice to meet you, Marshall. <laughs> it's so, but it, but yeah, it's so cool. It's so fun to to. to and and they remember the universes they've constructed. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right. Definitely. Yeah. It can be something you haven't talked about in months, and they'll still remember the yeah. intricate details of the of Marshall <laughs> and whoever the friends are. Yeah. 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 Let's, yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait for that. Soon enough for you, man. It's. I know. We're we're right on the corner. Up. Elsie's already <laughs> playing with some toys and stuff. It's not just she talks. She's got her imagination is not great though. She does name a couple toys. She's got two little like doll type things but just little plastic people mm-hmm. and it's one one of them's named baby and one of them's named elsie which Creative. we didn't get too like far it. away from her name <laughs> or what we call her the baby and elsie it's like well you'll get there one of these days <laughs> she will. like once it starts clicking it clicks for him yeah it's, it's fun well so let's kind of wrap this thing up let's get to everybody's favorite part of the episode what's everybody's favorite part stat joke of the week ah, um yes. so Matthew, inevitably, every dad worth his salt has also got to have a dad joke. You've already slid one in there today. Do you have any other ones that you like? I do. I'll go with my favorite one. Perfect. Uh, so, I love it when a man has a favorite dad joke. <laughs> favorite out of a long, too long of a list of yes. <laughs> um, but so, Duck walks into a store, waddles up to the counter, and goes to the store owner and asks, "Do you have any duck food?" The guy says, "No, sorry." And so the duck waddles out. Next day, Duck waddles back in, goes up to the owner. Do you got any duck food? The owner says, no, I, you know, we don't carry duck food here. <laughs> waddles out. Next day, Duck waddles back in, up to the counter, asks the owner, do you got any duck food? The owner's pretty frustrated at this point, so he says, you know, listen, I've told you two days in a row, we don't have any duck food here, and if you come in tomorrow and ask again, I'm going to nail your feet to the floor. So Duck leaves. Next day comes, Duck waddles back in, goes up to the counter, Asked the owner, do you have any nails? The owner says, no. <laughs> duck says, do you have any duck food? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Good. Nice work, man. That's oh, solid. That was good. We've had a few duck jokes on here, <laughs> yeah, and, and, but that have. was not one. So oh, that was that's really solid. good. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Wow. Well, mine is really weak, so I'm going to go next so you oh, can finish it off. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like we should have ended on that one. That God, no kidding. That was too perfect. Um so I've got a lot of hobbies, but one of them I'm I am an expert. I have become recently an expert in uh, picking leaves and heating them in water. It's my specialty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "There's a tea joke in here somewhere. <laughs> somewhere I don't know where you're going with this." <laughs> Weak. All right, what do you got? Oh, that was brewing for a while, right? Right. Yeah. Man, come they're just, on! They're just yes. Roll hey, give me off. some of that. That Man, was pretty good. Dang. Yeah, that was that was dang. nice work. I'm have to have Matt on yeah, here follow more that, often. big boy. Jeez, he's that in was, our dad joke smooth, off next time around. Right? By the way, yeah, yeah, take my spot, please. Good night. All right, fellas. Short and simple here. Uh, what is faster, hot or cold? I have no idea. Hot. You can catch cold. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Well done. Yeah, that's well pretty done. good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, oh man. God. So, Derek, wrap us up here. All right. Well, um, yeah. No, we, uh, first of all, big thank you, big shout out to all of our listeners, subscribers. I mean, we are, we've been growing a lot yeah, lately. Yeah. And you guys have been giving us lots and lots of shout outs. I mean, at time of recording this episode, we have 1,365 subscribers yeah. on our YouTube channel alone. Which is <clears> kind <throat> of fun, considering we've been doing this for about six months now. Not right? quite there. Uh, we did, yeah, we thought it was going to take us a lot longer to yeah. get here than, Absolutely. Uh, than six months. Um, getting, man, yeah, we're getting a lot of fun comments, too, whether it's dad jokes or dad hacks or just, you know, some people just chiming in on mm-hmm. on our videos, you know, uh, giving us compliments or, or telling us what works for them, and we appreciate that so much. Um, if you guys just please keep doing that. Please keep giving us your thoughts um and uh, but uh but yeah that's perfect that's really all i got awesome well we have to say thanks for being here pal yeah and, well, thank you uh, for having me and uh we do also have to say way to go decent dad um so unless anybody else has anything else i got nothing perfect all right we'll wrap we'll wrap this thing up then uh we'll see you next time It is funny, though. I look back on those pieces of dad advice, and, and I'm just like, oh, man. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to hit you up on a potty break this All time. Right.